Welcome back everyone, this is Marcus from Marcus Talks and this is Anxiety Bites. Uh, this is the second episode of this short series that I'm going to be doing um, and generally I just wanted to uh, shed some light on anxiety. Obviously this will um, kind of cover all other factors of mental health um, so you can relate it to things like depression or ADHD or you know things like that so um, but yeah in this second episode I think the first episode I covered the uh, the awareness side of, of anxiety and making friends with it um, so if you haven't listened to that one um, go and check it out and then come back to this one because it'll kind of it'll be a good follow-on um, this episode I wanted to um, to help you understand um, where the anxiety actually comes from. So, obviously, you know, everyone's life experience is very unique to them. Um, you know, my life is completely different to yours, and my anxiety and the way it manifests could be completely different to yours too. Um, but, yeah, the the root cause behind the actual symptom of anxiety, um, and don't forget anxiety is a symptom, it's a symptom of your environment, it's a symptom of your childhood, it's a symptom of societal expectations, um, it's a symptom of millions of years of evolution as well. So take that word anxiety and kind of lose its sting, lose its sharpness in like how it's meant in this modern era. Because when someone says, I have anxiety, you know, there's, there's a, there's a label there. There's a, there's a kind of a, almost like a stigma attached to that, that kind of says you're suffering with this thing that's attached to you. Whereas if you start to kind of really reframe it, um, and look at anxiety as a symptom, a natural occurrence, an equation of everything that you've been through in your life has led to this point, plus millions of years of evolution, because we do need anxiety to survive. We do need anxiety, you know, we've evolved in this way um, to survive. So kind of take the sting out of that word anxiety and... Just understand it as a symptom, not the problem. Because when you see anxiety as the problem, obviously it doesn't feel great. You feel uncomfortable. Um, you know, it's it's not something that you want to go through. It's, it's just discomfort. You, we don't like being uncomfortable. When we see anxiety as the problem... That's kind of where, you know, the modern medicine will come in, um, you know, to relieve those symptoms. So, for example, if you go to the doctors, they will um, try and alleviate your symptoms with uh, medication, which, you know, obviously is is a good thing to help you get through. Um my my kind of understanding of of my anxiety and where um 
where I've came up against struggles with it is every time I've resisted it or every time I've thought I was broken or every time I've, you know, tried to change anxiety. I've tried to change it. Like, I shouldn't be feeling like this. Why am I feeling like this? I'm doing the work. Um, why do I still feel like this? We've got to accept that anxiety is there. It's not, it's not necessarily the problem. Anxiety is there to protect us. It's protected us for millions of years, but it also, anxiety is like an ancient feeling, an evolutionary process of human beings that we're now living with in the modern world. So we're living with modern expectations and modern, um, you know, money issues. You know, money currency hasn't been around for as long as we've been around. Um, and, you know, banks and mortgages and all of this kind of stuff. This all creates anxiety. This all creates it. So, you know, the environmental impact on your mental well-being and what you feel inside and what you what you feel in your body in your chest um it all serves to the equation of anxiety okay so anxiety isn't the problem you have anxiety but it's not the problem so the problem along with all the uh the things i've mentioned like the uh environmental stuff which I'm, I'm just talking about what is in your environment and what is in your world and the way you view your world. Along with all of that stuff, um, comes into it where you've developed as a, as a human, so your earlier years, and you, you could have come from a really loving home but experienced some sort of... Um, bullying or um, whether it's bullying from your parents or your friends or um, or any adversaries, adversaries uh, I think that's the word, um, but like if your f parents uh, were under financial stress, that's going to seep down to you as a child. You know, you could have had the most loving home ever, but all of these little things, like there's a friend of mine, and I, I, I'm sure he won't, men uh, he won't mind me mentioning, he, his anxiety, I can't talk today, his anxiety uh, comes in at about half past five at night. And, you know, we haven't kind of come to some formal conclusion that this is what it is. But I took him back to when he was a child. Um, and I just said, what happened at half past five at night? You know, what was what was going on in your household? What was the dynamic like? And it was when his father got home, was about half past five, and his father wasn't very kind to him. He used to say um, things to put him down. You know, he, he basically just didn't have a very kind relationship with his father at that time. So that was when his dad got home from work. So half past five, he used to lock himself in his room, feel really anxious, um anxious about whether his dad was going to be nice or whether he was going to be unkind um, and what he was going to say and what 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 type of thing he was going to get blamed for. You know, over the dinner table, it might be something that 
he was stupid for, like you're stupid for not eating that food or you're stupid for tipping your drink over or whatever it is. But it was a constant drip-fed, um, uh, you know, put down every day that he used to go and sit in his room at half past five every day because he knew his dad would get home and he felt anxious. And he said to me the other day, um, this is when he first mentioned it. Yeah, it's about half past five. I usually get uh, a bit of anxiety. And it's good that he's noticed it. It's good that he's identified it. But it's 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 about kind of taking that line into the past and thinking, where the hell did this come from? Like, why do I feel like this at half past five? Like, that's such a, a weird thing, isn't it? You know, half past five every day I start to feel anxious. So to trace it all the way back to actually when uh, it was when he used to lock himself in his room and his dad got home, um, you know, and that's what I'm trying to say about anxiety today. You know, where is it coming from? Where is the origin, the root of your anxiety? Because, you know, you can look at the things that are happening to you right now, like financial difficulties or relationship difficulties or whatever it is you know but that that feeling of anxiety is an old trigger so you've got things you know if you if you had um emotionally developed uh, better i'm not saying properly because you know everyone has their different life experiences but if you had a a more understanding upbringing that helped you uh, tune into your emotions and um, help you better develop them, then maybe today those financial difficulties, yeah, they're still problems. Um, there's still problems in the world. There's still relationship. But you would be able to handle them better if you'd formed a, a more healthy relationship with the people around you, the people that uh, had supported you, but also with your emotions earlier on in life you would probably be able to handle the external things that are happening right now better so I want you to really kind of think back to where these things may have started now there's obvious things like traumatic events abuse um, you know homelessness or financial difficulties there's there's obviously things like that but really kind of try to get granular, try to get really deep into that root. Like, where did it set in? What was the seed that made that root, that made this grow into, you know, a thing that you're struggling with now in your adult life? Or, you know, you you may be listening as a child, but I don't think any younger kids are going to be listening to this. But, you know, if you're in your teens really think back to where that could have started, where that seed was planted. Um, one e e uh, exercise that I really, um, that's really helped me recently was actually writing down, like without too much thought, writing down everything I can remember. So you know how we walk around in life and we tell all these stories of, how our upbringing and how it was and um, our friends or bullies or whatever it is, write everything down. 
that you can think of. And then what happened for me was really quite cool. I started remembering things that I didn't remember. So I started, shit, like, it was almost like I could feel this bike that I had when I was a kid. And I was, I was kind of thinking, like, I'm sure I ha I'd painted, hand-painted this bike when I was a kid. And it was such an irrelevant memory, but it really kind of started to open my eyes up to other things that were happening at the time. And, again, getting to the root of where this anxiety comes from, why I feel like the way I do, why I've behaved in the way I have over the years, you know. Because as soon as you start taking away um, the problem being anxiety, and you start actually looking deeper into the story, and the stories that we tell ourselves, and the, the way we have to handle situations, because that's how we had to survive when we were kids, you know, it really kind of liberates you from the suffering of, of, of anxiety. Or, again, like I said earlier, you can use this on other mental health issues like depression or uh, ADHD or OCD. Or, you know, you can really kind of start to get to the root of where these things began. And for a lot of people, I know, you know, personally, these things are uncomfortable to talk about, they're uncomfortable to go back to, um, and there's gonna be pain, there's gonna be pain there, but would you rather be, would you rather face that uncomfortable pain to deal with it, or live the rest of your life unconsciously behaving in a way that doesn't serve you? Because I'm guessing you're listening to this because of that, you know, you don't wanna go, you don't want to do this anymore. You don't want to keep living your life like this anymore. So, you know, there's going to be pain there. You're going to have to face it. Because right now, you're not a child. You have agency over yourself. When you were a child, you, you had people that were supposed to look after you, that you had to look up to. And, you know, you looked up to for their knowledge and their worldliness and... Um, you know, the way they handled situations, like, you know, was your father someone that shouted a lot? Um, or did they handle themselves emotionally very well? You know, were they able to express anger healthily? Um, or were they expressing toxic anger? Or, you know, there's, there's so many things that you can go back into the past and tr really try and figure out. And this is all about creating a sanctuary within yourself because there are dark days, there are some really hard days to get through, but if you create a sanctuary within yourself that has got your own back, and it's almost like you're talking to your child self, you're going back into the past to kind of grab yourself as a child and just say, look, I've got you now. You know, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be scared. I've got you. We're in a good place. I've got you. You know, be your own parent. Be the parent that your parents should have been. And then the follow-on from that, you know, if you are a parent yourself now, be a better parent than your parent was or parents were. You know, that's 
kind of duty number one. If you find yourself unconsciously emitting the old behaviours and patterns of your parents and your traumas that you're kind of polluting down to your kids you know you've you've got to stop we've we've got to break this generational pattern because your kids are going to soak that up like a sponge and it's just going to repeat the process you know and it is difficult and sometimes we do have raised voices or um, disagreements in in families and um but there are such things of as healthy arguments and healthy anger you know so just I, I want you to really think about anxiety and what it is and where it's come from and the root and again if you can write down all of your memories you know some of them are going to be hard to write some of them are going to be really painful but fucking write them down and get them out because as soon as it's out on a piece of paper, it's not in your head. You're not having to battle with it every single day. You can actually look at these things in black and white for what they are, stories. And they're the stories you keep telling yourself. So once they're out on a piece of paper, you can actually kind of get some perspective on them and really start to um, reorganise and reframe them. You know, some of the memories you can just get rid of straight away. And go, oh shit, I've been, that, that, that's a memory that I've been holding on to. I could kind of just get rid of that. I don't need that in my life. That's not serving me. Some memories will need their place. You'll need to pop them on a, on a shelf in your mind. Um, but by doing this, by creating that space and kind of reshuffling the clutter, you know, I often refer my, myself, uh, my emotions sometimes as like spaghetti because it gets so messy and like I can't focus because there's so much going on. Um, you know, that that's kind of my my way of, of, of putting it. But imagine there's like shelves in your mind. You can place these memories on the shelves along with your emotions sometimes. Like you feel anxious. Okay, I acknowledge the anxiety. I thank you for... Uh, telling me something it might be an old trigger it might be something that I don't like in this moment um, but just you can place those on these shelves in your mind um, but again anything to help you this is all about helping you because I know how hard it is when people struggle when people suffer um, you know when people are a prisoner in their own thoughts and their own minds it's a real struggle so the the more I can help, the more I can deliver uh, just some decent words. Um, I'm not saying I'm a saint. The sun doesn't shine out of my ass. I'm a normal guy, but I've been through shit. I've learned some stuff. And if I can pass that on to you to help, then job done. Okay, I'm going to leave that one there. I hope this has helped you in some way. I hope that... Um, I didn't mumble too much or uh, my words were getting mixed up, but I just hope it's helped and I hope these do help. And if it has helped or if you feel like it's going to help someone else, just give it a like, give it a share, um, do what you need to do to kind of get spread the word. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll 
again, try and keep doing these every week. I know sometimes I don't do them for weeks, but I'll try and keep doing these every week uh, because it is important. It is something that's dear to me. It's close to my heart. Um, And the more I can help, the better I'm doing my job and the better the world is, basically. So, um, yeah, I'll speak to you all soon. Thanks for listening.